Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's BudPod 130 or 130. 130, fun and dirty. That's Ooh. us. <laughs> um, 1.30, <laughs> the best time for lunch? One, yeah, because you know, <laughs> well, because you know, uh, well, 2.30 is the best time to get your dentist appointment, 2.30. Yeah, so 1.30, yes. yeah, 1.30 is when, yeah, good for lunch because you're hungry. One is hungry. One is hurting with hunger. One hurty. One one hurt one hurty is when the is when the queen goes to hospital. <laughs> Your Majesty, what's wrong? One hurty. One hurty. Oh my God! Get what her, the, what, get her into the ICU set. Please. What were Her Majesty's final words to the nation? Um. Uh. It was all just um. Stuff about the country. Just really try and cover that up. One hurty. One hurty. <sighs> yeah. You, what, you want some good last words. You don't want to say one hurty. I wonder... <clears throat> I wonder what the Queen's last words will be. Or rather, I wonder what the reported last words of the Queen will be. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't man. believe a single famous set of last words. I just don't. <laughs> Not I don't believe they're... it. Unless there were enough of it, completely neutral witnesses there, like an accountant or a lawyer signed off on it. And... Yeah, I want cameras. And in the age of phone cameras, we should be, able, I think, and I don't care if people think it's tasteless, we should be filming everyone's last moments just to be sure what their <laughs> final words were. I don't believe all this fucking Oscar Wilde, oh, I'm better to be fashionably late than never to have arrived at all. I don't know whatever he fucking said when he died. <laughs> But I don't some believe of us it. are dying at the looking at the stars. Yeah, some nonsense. Yeah, some absolute nonsense. Yeah, I want to know what the Queen's real final words are. I think, um, yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Because if you're disoriented, then they could just be gibberish, and then people will feel like that's not as worth passing on. Whereas if it's something like, um, I, I, I did my duty. That's what you want, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I did my duty would be good. Um, I did my whereas, duty would be good. Yeah, where's going? <clears throat> where's that mango gone? Just like some mad fucking <laughs> fever dream delirium shout out. I mean, that's you don't want I, that I, engraved on a plaque, do you? I I, I really hope a final, the Queen's final words are. Um, don't let your dreams live you live your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> live live laugh love. That would that would pop, that would throw the PR uh, into a crisis. Pop fizz clink. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just glad that I'm dying at wine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Some official portrait with Pop Fizz Clink engraved in a brass plate underneath. Uh, hey, speaking of the the best that Britain has to offer, you're currently on holiday in Cornwall. I am. I uh, listeners, I'm recording this. I'm in a kind of I don't know how to say it. It's a kind of Imagine a, a sort of stone hut with one wall missing, with a kind of dining table in it. Like they've kind of got, they've a made a kind of, huh? Like a stable? Yeah, a stable. I mean, it looks a bit like a small stable. It's sort of so you can have food outdoors in the, on, a, on a kind of patio. You ah, know? yes, 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 yes. But it's made from bricks. Like it's not like a lean-to made of like sticks and a kind of thatched roof or something like some tropical beach. It's, it's a sturdy Cornish building of some kind. Um, yeah, I'm I'm in Cornwall, 
and it's very hot and sunny and uh, that's why uh, I'm assuming that there's you may you may hear gusts of wind or holiday style mm. shouts mm. of joy from yeah you you sound like um Adam Buxton on his intro bits of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just don't have the, the same charm or dog, <laughs> which is, it's I, tough. I am. Um, I wish I were there. I, I, I want to send you a postcard saying, I wish I were there. <laughs> Has anyone like a done postcard that from a war. <laughs> yeah. Instead wish of I was there. Here, I'm going to send you a postcard from home saying, I wish I was there. I was originally <laughs> before... Listeners started to think I wasn't invited to this um, um, fun um, staycation. I was. Yeah. And then work came up. Work Phil's on tour, baby. Does. On tour, little bits here and there. It won't let up. And, you know, Wang won't be getting work forever. And Cornwall, well, I was going to say Cornwall will wait. But with current global warming rates, maybe, maybe, maybe it won't. Um, hey. but I'd, I'd love to when I finally have the time Pierre I'd love to see the place where you guys are staying underwater on a scuba diving trip <laughs> yeah like ah. sort of haunting footage like uh, the Titanic when they found it <laughs> it's, it's a stable and it's just you there floating up against the roof of the stable yeah ah oh, wow there he is still with my headphones in <laughs> 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 With that kind of eerie music, as you see, sort of my face is covered in like uh, horrible little little jellies. <laughs> I've become a reef. Yeah, you, yeah, you look like um, Captain Barbosa or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or the octopus captain, in yeah. Yeah, well, Corn Cornwall waits for no man, Phil. So yeah, we all we all had to do it without you, unfortunately. But um. Mm. um it's very, it's very, yeah, I, I really was so skeptical, but I'll tell you what I've been doing, Phil, that made me feel like a, a man slash dad. I've been scrubbing a grill. Wow, great. Ah, oh, and I'll miss this as well. Pierre in his element. Some, some people, Phil, yeah. the, either the people who own this place or a series of guests have not taken the neighborly approach to cleaning the BBQ from mm -hmm, the mm -hmm charcoal and gunk and grease from whatever they cooked on it and it takes it takes and i have to say this and you know i don't like jingoistic nationalist sentiment but it takes a south african to show up and say enough is enough get me the oven cleaner yeah 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 and i do this not just for me but for the barbecuers and briars who come after me yeah the the the, the catch the phrase for the slogan for bbqs should be BBQ, clean please, you. <laughs> oh, every every barbecue should have that sticker. Yeah. Like all, clean, all, please, like all you. clean please, you. When you BBQ. <laughs> clean please, you. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Ama amazing things happen, Phil. When, when men light barbecues that they know they will never cook on what 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 do you mean um it's i'm trying to paraphrase that acorns oh. thing acorns um, thing when when uh, great things happen when men plant trees they know they shall never sit in the shade of ah i've not heard that before yeah that's like a, it. about planning for the future for your next oh, generations like unselfishly yeah yeah we need to apply that thinking to bbqs so so was it a big clean cleaning operation I soaked it in a big bucket for a bit, the two bits of grill, and I cleaned oh, out yeah. the old ash and coal, which was all still in there. Um, yeah. So hopefully it'll 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 work. That's today's that's today's holiday project: fire, fire, and meat. Fire, fire! The, when you light the barbecue for the first time, she just starts screaming "fire" until everyone <laughs> runs out. And then this is how I was grill. trained. <laughs> in, the, in the grill. Um, um, so what's what, on the menu? Well, so you'll never believe this, Phil, but so I, we arrived on a Sunday and on a Sunday in the middle of nowhere in Cornwall, it's weirdly difficult to get authentic South African Budavos. <laughs> no idea why. Totally weird. So, I mean, there are bits and pieces around the place, but like long drives away and, and not always open. And 
Emborvost is a is it a so- beef sausage? A boar yes, sausage. Yes, you, you've got it. Bura is a farmer's farmer's sausage. Oh, like boar. Yeah, boar, boerwurst. Yeah, ah. boerwurst. Yeah, um, and it's a very particular type of thing. Um, and I managed Phil at the last minute. I quickly went and I bought some in central London, and I froze it. And then in my luggage. I surrounded it with sort of ice packs and things. So I was like a kind of frozen sausage smuggler. Wow. Like it was a like like it was a kidney. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I had one of those like vests on and like my everything was in high vis. Was blood, it in one of those like blood red coolers? Yeah. yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. I came here by motorbike, it. yeah. <laughs> it's actually the fastest way. I brought the sausages. <laughs> Um, so I did feel a bit in I felt a bit insane on like a kind of train just nervously glancing up at my luggage occasionally and thinking I hope the sausages haven't melted (laughs) Uh, but that's probably like a perfect thawing time isn't it Uh, yes although you you shouldn't really let it thaw and refreeze so I had to keep it frozen enough that I could jam it in the freezer on arrival yeah but once you're there you can pop it straight in the fridge and you're okay for a couple of days oh yeah but we're only eating them today so it needed a couple of days Right, preservation right, 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 right. but yeah if we were cooking on arrival that would be that would be that would have been bang on yeah quite right um yeah but so hopefully hopefully some some buddhaverse i didn't get quite enough so i bought some some other meats and i've i've, I've said to everyone if you want meats there's going to be a big fire so if you want meats on that fire you bring them you bring them sweet meats you go for it fantastic yeah oh, man i feel sick to my stomach to miss this but <laughs> <sighs> Well, you know, there will be there will be brides in the future, Phil, and we will we'll, we'll create a kind of South African Malaysian fusion. Yeah, that'd be good, actually. Yes, that would be good. That'd get us into the food blogs for That's a week. That's right. You, you and I, Phil, we're both becoming, as we get older, finer and finer meatsmen. I'd say there's marinating, there's sauteing, there's brining. I've started there's, brining. There's You've brining. Got me to brining. Brining has changed has changed the game. Brining well, literally, it's pheasant. Um, <laughs> it'll make it saltier. Yeah, brining's great. It just and what, what I did the other day was I, I was like I want some chicken thighs, but you you know how you can only buy chicken thighs in packets of thirty five, <laughs> and so I bought like this tub of chicken thighs, yeah. and and I was like oh, I, can't, I can't eat all these thighs now, so I brined them all over like two days or something, and then um, and then I just roasted them all. I brined them in sort of like cross-cultural you know sort of seasonings that can be western oils and so just like salt pepper yeah a bay leaf and then i just roast them all in one go and then i yeah. just and put them in the fridge and then i just had all this cooked meat ready to go ready to throw into things just ready to throw into noodles or pasta or like a rice dish or whatever it's great changed oh. the game brining brining changes the game marinating dare we say dry rub all of the above mm-hmm, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. of the above I'm gonna be I'm gonna be BBQing my absolute knockers off. BBQing, um, see he doing. That's me pointing at you. That's me pointing at you as you BBQing. As I clean the grill. See, please, please clean you. See he do the BBQ. <laughs> People are like Phil's got has a stroke. Yeah, Phil. Phil's been standing downwind from the barbecue. <laughs> the monoxide's got him somehow, even in the open air. Uh, oh gosh, gosh, gosh! Um, is this the first holiday pod, a half holiday pod? Maybe we've done remote pods before, but there's always been an element of work. This is the first time one of us has been on pure leisure. Le- leisure. <laughs> leisure. <laughs> I'm wearing shorts and I'm going to play squash. Leisure. An act of purest laser. Uh, <laughs> it is laser. Yeah, you're right, actually. Because I was in Denmark for one, and you were in America and Australia, but it was all for gigs, man. Yeah, all wake, wake, wake. We don't take, like, if you don't count stag dues and stuff I've done with my family, I've been on holiday officially like two or three times in eight or nine years. 
Well, this is it. And this is why I feel so especially gutted to miss out on this because it's really rare. It's really rare. Because when you're self-employed, you're just like, work? Well, okay, work. I'll put in work because otherwise I won't have work. More yeah. work, more work, more. We, we don't get like days off every year where we just have to take them. So yeah, if you're you have getting to, you're, work. Yeah, you're compelled to be a holiday in. boy. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. And also like... Um, also, just... It's, a, it's that thing where if you book a holiday and like literally sometimes the next day someone will be like, would you like a million pounds for telling one joke? And you're like, well, no. well yeah. <laughs> some amazing offer will come through, some brilliant thing, and you have to just cancel everything again. And Yeah. And, and look, I mean, look, we're not hard done by because for work, you and I get to go to places like Copenhagen and Australia and yeah. Vienna and interesting places. Not that you're on holiday. You still, you still got to do a shitload of public speaking but it's better than it's better than being trapped indoors doing spreadsheet entry or something that's actually actually makes your mind revolt um but yeah mm -hmm. so it's yeah i think this i think this has to be the first holiday pod doesn't it really yeah really and also your hol first holiday in like years yeah well the, the 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 holidays i have been on in in this whole time have come in a sort of burst um of the mm. last three years, I think. So, yeah, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning that um, learning. holidays are unnecessary. He's learning. My God. My God, he's learning. He's relaxing. <laughs> this should have taken ten years for him to learn how to relax, and he's doing it in three days. <laughs> like um, Planet of the Apes. The apes start playing tennis and do it, engaging in acts of leisure. <laughs> My God, they're learning how to enjoy their free time. <laughs> Uh, uh, sorry about last week, Pod Buds. Um, well, not sorry because you're not meant to apologize um, or explain. Yes, true. Um, but yeah, we, there was no Bud Pod last week because it's just one of those the planets aligned in a bad way, and we just both of us just were chocker for any all the days we could have recorded on i've explained yeah. now which again is flying in the face of don't apologize <laughs> don't explain well it was a terrible thing because you were chocker and i couldn't go back to my flat because um my girlfriend got i was on a stag do listeners gosh this and is are you are you now ever not on lesio i'm lesio i'm the king of lesio decadence lesio um, I went on a stag do, and while I was away, my my girlfriend got uh, some COVID, some light, co a dusting of COVID. Oh. And so I couldn't go home, so I could, I didn't have access to my laptop or my microphone. I was staying in a uh, a friend's flat that happened to be empty, which was good luck for me. But uh, oh, so wow. I had to come straight on holiday with my stag do luggage. Gosh. Yeah. So it's Is been an okay absolute now? week of chaos. Is she all right? Um, she's she's yeah she's started to pass lateral flows and things so I think she's actually over it. It was a very light dusting of COVID, thank God. Okay. Um, and she's double jabbed as well. It's just that she didn't have full immunity, whereas I am fully immune, triple jabbed once by God, once by the state, second by the state. <laughs> Moderna too, as well. Niche. Yeah, that is niche. I've only met yeah. like a few other Modernas. I'd like to. Uh, we should all start doing sort of shout outs for each other and stuff because it is rare. Yeah. Modernas are rare. Madonna's a real rare. With a with it, we're either the Gryffindor or the Slytherin. Yeah, you're the sort. Of, yeah, you're not the Hufflepuff. Wait, Hufflepuff. That, is that a Pokemon? No, or no, Hufflepuff is a house. Yeah, although I mean, Jigglypuff is a Pokemon. Jigglypuff so is a Pokemon. You're close. Yeah. 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 Um, what um. What what house are you in, Phil? I don't know if I've ever asked you that. Have you taken that mad test? Mm, no, because I, I want to be sure it was an official one. Is there, was there an official one? I've, I've long been told that the, uh, uh, the UN-recognized official one, basically, is, is Pottermore. Pot, I think it's Pottermore.com, something like that. Well, I can do it now. Is yeah, it do long? it now. Do it now. I know my result already. I, d I took Discover it like three times Hogwarts to be sure. Now. Okay, discover your Hogwarts. This is so off-brand for me. I've never cared about Harry Potter <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah, but you're getting um, it live. Okay, so this is live for the first <laughs> in podcast history. Oh, look at this, Pierre. Ravenclaw has notable members, including Luna Lovegood, Gilderoy Lockhart, and Phileas Flitwick. 
Well, Fuck's say no sake. more. Fuck's sake. <laughs> I hate this already. Okay, um... Hogwarts sorting, that looks about right. Yeah. Log into your account! Oh. Not a chance. Not a chance. Sorry, sorry, list. Sorry, Podbuds. I will not give any more personal details. <laughs> any more. <laughs> let alone a company of wizards. I, they Actually, will not fair. know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to do this just from the, the descriptions then. Um, actually, does it say, does it describe them at all? Um, okay, so Gryffindor, the rhyme is, you might belong in Gryffindor, where dwell the brave at heart. Their daring nerve and chivalry set Gryffindors apart. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm quite risk averse. You know this about me. I'm a risk averse yeah, man. You hate regret. I'm terrified of regret. Um, that doesn't sound very Gryffindorian to me. Um, Hufflepuff. You might belong in Hufflepuff, where, where they are just and loyal. Those patient Hufflepuffs are true and unafraid to toil. This is starting to sound a little more like our friend Phil Wang, I have to say. <laughs> We're getting I, there. I've never seen someone less afraid of toil. Yeah, I'm, I'm relatively unafraid of toil. I'm less afraid of toil than I'm of regret, that's for sure. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah. Okay, so so Hufflepuff is the current of the, the 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 leader for me. I think Ravenclaw. Or yet, in wise old Ravenclaw, if you've a ready mind, where yeah. those of wit and learning will always find their kind. Oh, hello. Ooh. Hello, those of wit and learning. I like the sound of that. I was, I was a studious young man. I was academically successful. Hmm, okay, maybe... Okay, so it's between Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw, eh? Oh, yeah, Slytherin. These are, they're just like out-and-out out evil, isn't it? Oh, okay. Or perhaps in Slytherin, you'll make your real friends. Those cunning folk use any means to achieve their ends. So, okay, so essentially, if you're put in Slytherin, you're a little cunt, you're a little bastard. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. You're a dirty little bastard. It's, it's the Bullingdon Club, basically, is it? Perhaps, oh. perhaps Slytherin could be your choice at the front... A house you join if you're a little cunt. <laughs> and you see all the students kind of murmuring like, oh, that doesn't sound... Oh. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, why, like, why do they even have this Slytherin house in there? To, to Why are they enabling their most evil students? And giving... It's like, it's like putting um, minor offenders into jail where they can just learn from more hardened criminals like why are you building your own the school takes its 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 charter that seriously that it has to cater for everyone for to be educated even the openly evil <laughs> his name is severus snape for god's sake <laughs> Drake yeah it didn't help malfoy that... for god's sake yeah all the characters that she put in that house were called like dracula mussolini or whatever Okay. <laughs> okay, for me it's between Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. I'm I'm leaning away from Hufflepuff just because they they sound a bit like walkovers. They sound a bit like doormats. They're just well, they, and loyal, patient yeah. Hufflepuff. Uh, they sound they, like little bitches, basically. That's the uh, reading between yeah. the lines of this poem. If you're a, go to Hufflepuff if you're a little bitch. It's <laughs> but you can still learn to become a witch or whatever. <laughs> If someone says about you, God, he's very loyal and God, he works hard. <laughs> what am I? So, what, are you, what are you trying to call me, little bitch? I think I just get old Pesci, Joe yeah. Pesci, and uh, the good and good fellas about it. Do I work hard for you? <laughs> well, work am hard I... in work hard in like a like a bitch. Lo I'm like loyal bitch? to you like a dog. <laughs> I'm like a dog to you. That scene is amazing, isn't it? It's, it's, it's so a... good. It's so horrible as well. It it's makes really you realize that. These guys would not be actually very fun to hang out with. Yeah, it's really good. Um, but yeah, so Ra um, Ravenclaw. Sorry. Sorry, can I say that in this in 2021? Can I put myself in Ravenclaw? I think where so. Where those it's of wit and learning will always find their kind. I'm sure it's quite a Ravenclaw thing to do. Thank you. I don't know what the entrance exam for Ravenclaw is, but I will do the past papers. <laughs> That's right. I mean, I, I can tell you my test result, Phil. Oh, yeah? I took it three times just to be sure. I'm afraid it's Slytherin. <gasps> wow. No, I'm an evil you character. Have, you're a little cunt. Well, you're a big cunt. You're the biggest cunt in Slytherin. 
<laughs> what do you think were the deciding questions or your deciding answers for that? I think a lot of the questions that are they're designed to make you go, I'm brave and loyal and true. All <laughs> oh, right. So they're fucking of, with you. Yeah, well, they're quite wet questions. They're quite sort of like you'd you'd rather like even if, even if it meant losing you'd still never tell a lie or something like that it's all a bit wet it's a bit soggy yeah that's lame and i'm imagining like some wizard battle and i'm like no well i'll, I'll lie then i don't want to get wizarded to death i'll lie so are you trying to say the slytherin is the realist's house Slyther slytherin is the, is 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 henry kissinger's house <laughs> It's very pragmatic international politics. We'll let China in. Well, the Kissinger is much more of a Hufflepuff name, really. Wouldn't you kiss? <laughs> You'll yeah. kiss your little bum in Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah, but um, t typical of young adult fiction to have a house for, for kind of bland dweebs, a house for nerds, a house for the heroes, and a house for the villains. <laughs> nice and neat. Yeah. No ambiguity needed. Thank you. 
And um, I was at this hotel on tour. Uh, I can't remember what town it was, out west somewhere, I think. And I wanted the, the fat invoice for expenses. And um, I, so I said to the receptionist, uh, it, she, she was like, do you want me to print it? Or shall I email it to you? And without thinking, I went, oh, just email it to me. And then, uh, and, and then so she looked at the screen and she said, okay, so that's to uh, chinaboy69 at dimsum.com. <laughs> and I was like, no, I was like, oh, I, I like the, 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 in the most straight voice you can imagine. And I, <laughs> the second I heard her say China boy, <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. Because I was there with my supporter, uh, with um, Yuriko Katani, who's doing the support slot. And I was just so embarrassed. Well, she was like, oh, yeah, so that's uh, China Boy 69. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, Fucking hell, that's good, man. Uh, so that's uh, Go Fuck Yourself, You Stupid Hotel. Uh, at freejulianassange.com. Um, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's, it is, it's worth it, though, for signing back in to, say, the Wi-Fi on a national train service for it to go, Welcome back, Dr. Pooh Bum. It's funny. It's a lovely message to get. When it says, what is your date of birth? Wizards never lie about their age, which is a bit... Your old Pottermore one? I did have, a, I did have an old... Oh, my God, what's going on? Wizards I'm never lie about their age? Yeah, it was, like, threatening me not to lie about my age when I asked. What's that for? Um, they don't want kids finding out too soon that they're in Slytherin. <laughs> You're only six. You haven't developed evil either way Oh, yet. for fuck's sake, they got me. They got me. What? I thought I was at the end of this creating account process, and, they've, <laughs> and the screen now says, something should have magically materialized in your inbox. We've sent an owl, sorry, an email, to poopy at pants.com. And I'm like, great, great. So now... <laughs> Fantastic. Well, you better call back that owl. That owl's going to die trying to find poopy at pants.com. All that. I went through all that. <laughs> of course they outsmarted me. They're wizards. They're wizards. You fucked with Gandalf. All the wizards know hell. each other. Oh, my God. <sighs> well, <laughs> I'm now starting to feel too stupid to be in what fucking house did I say I was in? Ravenclaw, yeah. Ravenclaw. Yeah, no, the, I'm not even smart the, enough to be in Ravenclaw. The thing should say, even... we just, it should say, we just tried to send an owl to poopy at pants.com. Uh, you're in Hufflepuff. <laughs> Congrats, you're in Hufflepuff. I hope you're happy now. Do you reckon there's... You lied a, about your age. Do you reckon there is a poopy at pants.com? There's who's gotta now, who's be. received so much fucking junk. <laughs> it's, uh... He's a really distinguished uh, professor, and it's uh, his private um, his private email. And he sees no he sees no humor in it. God, that's fucking annoying. Ugh. <laughs> um, have you ever? Uh, the other day, I was in a shop, Phil. Yeah. And I was buying a sketch pad. Ooh, as I want to do. Who's a lucky lady? Yeah. <laughs> No, no, it's for someone to draw me reclining on a chair. <laughs> I'm going to recline on a chaise long, and I'm going to try and make sure... I'm going to try and recline at such an angle that I've got at least one bo bollock up on, up on a leg. That's how I find you when I go scuba diving in Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> just, just floating in that position. Just old... Old, <laughs> old dick and balls like moving like sea anemones. <laughs> Drifting in the current, you know. Um, yeah, I uh, I was buying a sketch pad, and then as I was buying it, the guy goes, uh, "Would you like a scratch card, a free scratch card?" No. And I said, "What?" And I kind of looked, and it was um, it was like a scratch card that was like issued by the weird sort of shop. Wait, their own in-house scratch card. Their own in-house scratch card, and you could win two hundred and fifty quid. Whoa, okay, not bad. So I was like, free? And he was like, yeah. And I go, okay. And he said, uh, great. Um, and what's your name? And I was like, mm -hmm. and I sort of told him his, my name. And he was like, and what's your email? I was like, 
what what is this? What is this for? And he was like, what am I, postcode and stuff? Really? And he said, oh, it's in case you win. And I was like, yeah. Uh, uh, and I just went, I, I, don't, I don't want it anymore. And to <laughs> yeah. his credit, he, he was like, okay. And just immediately removed it and sold me the sketch. I, I was anticipating a debate, but I think he didn't give me the hard sell. I think people get it now. Enough people have had their personal details stolen on some fucking account somewhere that people yeah. like get it. It's, it's so... I think there should be... Hey... I know I'm sort of captain legislation over here, but I think there should be legislation against asking people for their details unnecessarily. I don't think if you I don't think if you don't need it, you should not be able to just pressure people for their the address of their home and their personal phone number. There's got there's gotta be a point where it's like I'm ordering a trinket from a nonsense website. You don't need my mobile number in case there's a problem with delivery on the day. <laughs> you don't yeah, need problem that. delivery just throw it in the sea I, I, I don't care yeah bin it i'd rather you it, i'd rather the thing i wanted was in the bin than you could ring me <laughs> that's how much i don't want you to fucking ring me yeah and i hate it when the mobile number bit when you're filling out the form has a little star next to it they're like we really do need this actually yeah like they won't let you complete the form it makes you go back up and in red writing it goes we need a mobile number i hate Ugh. i cannot stand that you, you don't the, need it. The ones I hate the most are the forms where you put everything in and you hit submit and it goes bunk. And instead of showing you where the problem was, <laughs> yes. it just goes, there was a problem. <laughs> there was just a, uh, just a problem. Now yeah. find it. Find it. Scroll through this, uh, this three page long form and you this, find what you did. This wrong, enormous you worm. Enormous visa form labyrinth. I hate that shit. It's like, don't be lazy. Program in the fucking locator. Tell me yeah. what it did wrong. And tell me why it's wrong. Just saying, I'm afraid somewhere in these woods is the answer to your question. <laughs> Quickly now, the rain's coming. <laughs> Horrible. And you, then you realize, oh, I, I, I typed in, it was, my email was at, at, at gmail.com. <laughs> Fuck! I was checking my phone number. I was wondering if there was something wrong with where I lived. And then you correct it and you hit submit, and it's like your session has expired. Yeah. <laughs> Boom! That horrible noise. Boom! <laughs> Instant rage trigger that kind of noise. Dunk! Dunk! As if it's, it's saying like that's the, the noise your literally. brain makes when it makes mistakes. Your stupid brain goes, bam, bam. It's also like making fun of you and like, duh. Oh, no, you got it wrong, did you? Duh. Uh, that's not an email. <laughs> that's, uh. that, yeah, that's right. It's co- Dung is computer for duh. Uh. <laughs> uh. That's not how you spell dot com, idiot. <laughs> also, with, uh, the, 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 the unnerving sensation of getting one of those how many traffic lights are there things wrong. Ugh. Yeah, and you start to go, am I a robot? Or when it makes you do seven in a row and you think, am I just, are you just pleased that I'm good at these? How many of these do I have to do? It's something like, like I read, oh, let's be more realistic, heard in a podcast, that <laughs> um, the capture yeah. things are also in part to, to train AI. Yes. To be able the to learns. themselves, yeah, to themselves identify what, a traffic light is, but what I don't understand is that then if they don't know, if if the thing that's asking me doesn't know, how is it checking that I've got them right? Unless what it's doing, maybe that's what the the multiple ones are for. It gets you to do some which it doesn't know the answer to, and yes. the one it does know the answer to. And if you get that right, that means that the others are probably right, and they use those to to train the the machine. Or, or they make it they make it compare your answers to a separate file of correct answers that aren't part of its brain. Uh, so like right. in the same way that I, I can mark an exam if I have the answer sheet, even if I don't actually know the answers on the answer sheet. But if that answer sheet already exists somewhere, why aren't they just feeding the answer sheet into the AI to teach it? Because then it's, it's not thing. learning. It should be able to learn. To make it learn. Okay, okay, okay. And if there's one thing that robots need to learn, it's what traffic lights look like. A terrifying thought. (laughs) 
Well, it's just for driverless cars, isn't it? It's for. I wonder if it, I wonder if that's all like Uber and Google cars and shit that's paying for them. Fuck! I'd I've never realized it was. For, it's always like bicycles and traffic crossings, yeah, isn't it? That's true. Fuck, of course it is. Phil, you've done it, my boy. Have we, have we cracked it? You've cracked it. You get the factory. <laughs> Don't you what? see? This is this is where Elon Musk gives you the Tesla car factory, like um, Willy Wonka. <laughs> Wow, well, you heard it here first, guys. The first true Bud Pod scoop. Holy shit. Because it's never like, which of these are bananas? It's always road stuff. Yeah. and Whoa. Yeah, it's v- hmm. How about that? I guess when, when, I need, when I need to get, start getting worried, it's like, who here is the Eurasian person? <laughs> <laughs> when we have, to, to we have to worry about the robots, it says, which one of these is the prime minister? <laughs> Which of these is the prime minister? Which, which of these faces do you trust the most <laughs> with your with your life? Like, uh oh, uh oh. Who here holds the nuclear codes? Who <laughs> knows the nuclear codes? <laughs> Where which on of these this numbers body? appear in your pin? Account, in your pin? Yeah. Where on this body are you the most vulnerable to attack? <laughs> Mark the areas where you are most vulnerable to attack. Point. Select all the boxes with love in it. <laughs> Please. Please. Which boxes contain love? And there's a horrible mishmash of sort of wedding rings and baby photos and a tree and a dog. And you're like, I don't. That's funny. Oh, man. I never clocked that. There was always road stuff. How long that makes that so much it? sense. Yeah. yeah. God damn. Well, I mean, hopefully. Well, we're running out of lorry drivers, Phil. That's the COVID that's slash true, Brexit yeah. problem at the moment. We need them robot lorries. Well, yeah, that's the great thing about Brexit, isn't it? It's like, we need to leave the European Union so that there are more jobs for British people. And then we do it. And they're like, okay, all so many vacancies for lorry driving. And British people are like, mm, nah. Well, yeah. And then nah. they, go, uh, they go, right, so you want British people to do it. So you're going to make a... Uh, the salary higher and there'll be time off and they'll be, they'll be like no, no no none of that don't be silly no we just hope that suddenly loads of people in britain are as desperate and enticed by currency differentials as people from the poorest parts of eastern europe we hope that's just going to happen it's um i guess it's a s- symptom of a country that currently identifies as 70 percent working class yeah in- insane economically def- economically Definitely not. And no, it, uh, that's yeah. the disparity that results in something like Brexit. Bunch of people doing working class LARPing. Uh, and then when the realities of, of, of their choices come to fruition, they're like, mm, nah, I'm all right, actually. Yeah, they go, no, I'm okay. I'm a, I'm a homeowner in their 60s. So my pension pot's worth 8.8% a year. 70% working class. I could not believe that. 70%. As and then if. did you see it con- contrasted with a percentage of like actual like manual jobs, factory jobs, things like that? It's like 8%. Yep. 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 Everybody's a martyr when you give them the chance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the equivalent of in America how everyone's fucking Irish. That's what yeah. we have here. <laughs> yeah, but it's working yeah. class. Yeah. The UK. Yeah. My grandfather's UK. uncles. Uh, Corrupidists' dad was uh, working class. That's how Americans talk about being Irish or Italian. Yeah. My my grandfather was born into a mining family, but were, then became a doctor. Yeah. So I've decided to inherit his tragic backstory. It's a one. The, the British treat the working class, the being working class, like with a fucking one drop rule. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, if you're not you're... actually a genuine aristocrat, then you're you can make your pitch. Yeah. You you just need one relative at some point in your ancestry to to call yourself working class. Um, yeah. I mean like my I mean I could ne- I would by some people I swear by some people's standards I could call myself working class because my mother's parents were 
you could say working class. But if I if if someone like me told me they were working class, I'd punch me in the face if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, do you remember when we were joking about how like oh we've lost all our we've lost all our blue collar credentials or whatever? Mm. We were joking about that. Someone sent a tweet where they were like, "Oh, don't worry, I don't think anyone mistook you for working class, you guys." And it's like, yeah, that was the joke. We we wouldn't even claim it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's such some... a British thing to claim it that they thought we were... They couldn't possibly have thought we were being sincere. I like to think that maybe they were just taking part in the joke, but fucking hell, that was the joke. I mean, you and I are both yeah. from countries where it's still just like, well, why would you pretend to be worse off than you are? Being worse off is bad. It's harder. Life is harder. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Your parents it's, work um, very hard. Well, it goes back again to... It's, the, it's a Christian tradition. It's Christian culture. It's the meek shall inherit the earth. It's harder for... It's easier to... For a camel to pass through the eye of a needle, then for a rich man to enter yeah. heaven. It's all I, it's all Christian. I like I like camel. the idea of someone shoving shoving their way through a cart. Out of my way, I'm the meekest. <laughs> Nobody is as meek as me. Okay. Nobody's meeker than me. I'm the meekest. <laughs> a lot of people are I saying love meek. it. I love meek. We I love, love meek. meek. And meek. I've said we. I love we meek a long time. Long time. I've said like I've said I love meek. A lot of people are saying I'm the meekest. A lot of people are saying it. But yeah, it's it's a totally it's a it's a Christian impulse. Uh, you won't find yeah. it in you know in the far east. Well, I think I think some of it's genuinely uniquely British. It's the obsession with the underdog. They, they, everyone wants to be the underdog because that's who gets all the affection. Whereas I think lots of countries, if you go and coming up against everyone's favorite champion, you know Muhammad Ali or whatever, is just you know some guy. Loads of countries are just like we want Muhammad Ali to win because he's already the best. <laughs> Yeah. And we'd love that to continue. We came Whereas in the UK, it's like, I want little Jimmy to rise up and obviously yeah. none of our own possessions. You know, oh, they don't apply that Dickens to their again. own. Maybe it's huh? Dickens and little Timmy. It's Dickens. Oh, fuck, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. Little kid I think, on crutches. Uh, I guess because Britain itself is the underdog, in a, an underdog in a way that did really well. And yeah. that's it. British, the, the success of the British nation and empire has given people a sort of rose-tinted perspective of what it means to be the underdog, of what it yeah. means to be a small, in the, a small fish in a big pond. As opposed to teaching them what happens when the underdog becomes the overdog. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's just another empire. It's just another empire. It's just another... Um, something. Yeah. Well, we've cracked it. Well, we've, we've, we've cracked it, everyone. We've cracked a lot today. We've cracked um, the, the self-driving cars sinister plot. Sinister um, plot to teach it ro uh, to teach it the highway code, um, <laughs> and um, we've uncovered the the, the the real reasoning behind the British Empire and the British obsession with being working class. When yeah. Not. Mm. Yeah. And and also, uh, well, I mean, this 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 is you know, as far as we know, a middle class Slytherin podcast. <laughs> That's anti murder. The Slytherinist, the anti murder, the only, oh, and still, and I can't believe I'm saying this, still the only outspokenly anti murder podcast. It's 2021. It, it, if and I was on the only. question time, I'd be saying it's disgusting. <laughs> It's disgusting, actually. Are you anti-murder, yes or no? <laughs> yes or no? That Lemmy sketch is so funny. It's so funny. Yes or well, no? With his it's, little... it's more complicated than that. Yes? No. <laughs> yes or no? Yes or no? It's a simple question, yes or no? Well, no. <laughs> is it ever right to kill anyone? Yes or no? Well, I mean, it's really funny. <laughs> Well, you know, we stand alone leading the anti-murder charge, but hopefully people will people will come around, Phil. It's about education, it's about teaching people that murdering can be can be bad. It really is. Oh, also seeing uh, doing a, um a half-assed Scottish accent has just reminded me um to any Scottish listeners, I have added two dates of my current tour in Scotland this Ooh. month. Yeah, I'm in Glasgow on the 25th at the Glasgow Pavilion and at the Edinburgh King's Theatre on the 26th. So please, if you're in Glasgow, Edinburgh, or their environs, please come yeah. on the 25th and 26th of September. 
Please do. And I would like to say a big thank you to all the podbuds who came to the special recordings that me and Garrett Mellerick did. Ah, uh, yes. Um, How was that? It looked good from it the was snippets. Really oh, good, on, man. On Insta, yeah. It was I really, really good, really fun. I saw a snippet um, um, of um, something you said, which I've not heard you say before, about uh, the KFC Mighty Bucket for One. Yeah, man. What do you say about it? Oh, it's a whole, um, oh, it's a whole bit, but basically the, colonel, <laughs> the colonel's genius for marketing is in his phrasing well it's just like yeah it's just like the first sentence of you like mighty bucket for one which is a horrible phrase or something which is like a disgusting it's, which of course is a revolting phrase it's just really really got me really funny as is a boneless banquet <laughs> horrible floppy banquet disgusting um yeah so but oh, they, i think we've spoken about before about like a boneless banquet it sounds like an insult or like that, <laughs> yes, that's that's a, that it's an uninteresting banquet well this is a rather boneless banquet yeah, <laughs> it's a, a banquet of cowards or something. <laughs> Truly, your feast, my liege, would be a boneless banquet without me. <laughs> but every all the podbuds who came were absolute gems. And after the gig, especially on the Friday, I met some lovely boys. Ah, good boys. Some good fine chaps, good shouting out, a bit of kojis here and there from people, which is very welcome, of course. Podbuds are um, exclusively fine people, I find. We've, we've got a good crowd. I think it's comedy people. It's comedy people who aren't bored by the occasional um, rant about politics or class structure. Yeah, 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 yeah. They enjoy the formless goop that we serve. <laughs> uh, which is, <laughs> I think, another meal at KFC. <laughs> Deli- <laughs> boneless goop. <laughs> the Colonel's formless goop. <laughs> the Colonel's Southern Fried Formless Goop. <laughs> and for a limited time only, Piri Piri Formless Goop. Grilled Formless Goop for the health conscious. <laughs> Try Formless Goop in a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well... It's been a lovely holiday pod. I'm going to go uh, try and find an authentic local pasty. Oh, lovely. Go clot some cream. (laughs) Are you guys going to um, get some seafood? The seafood in Cornwall is... And I've had a lot of seafood around the world. I think maybe the best seafood in the world. I mean, the best lobster I've ever had in the world is Cornwall. That is quite something. Me and... and, uh, uh, well, yeah, there's some seafood plans, yeah, for uh, two days from now. For shellfish, you can't do much better than the UK, I think. Oysters, crab, uh, lobster. Swell, 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 swell. High praise, high praise. Yeah. I'm going to try and expand my seafood palate. I've got a limited seafood palate. I'm going to try and expand it. Yes. You should grill some lobster, baby. Grill Ooh, some fuck. lobby. I think I, I just don't have the experience. I think it's just the same, but quicker. Oh, maybe. God, yeah, maybe. Mm. Fuck. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But um, and then we'll see you on tour. Find the tour dates, everyone. Go see yes, Wayne. Yes, come to my tour now, um, especially in Scotland, because um, well, uh, well, go go to my website. The dates are on there. But in Scotland, is the twenty fifth and twenty sixth of this month, September. And the, and the books fill the book. Oh, and the book is out next week, next Thursday. Um, next week, baby. Side splitter. Please pre-order it. All right. Right. Thanks for tuning in, listeners. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.